Hello and welcome back to the Beardworks podcast for episode number 32. Nick and Nathan coming at you again. We've had a bit of a break. Um, it's yeah, It's been, I think, two weeks, maybe three weeks nearly coming up by the time this episode comes out. So we apologize for that. We did record one, uh, but audio issues have hit us hard again. So we're skipping that one. We'll do a re, we'll do a re, uh, re-record, I guess, with a guest appearance for that episode. Yeah. But anyways, Nick, how you been, man? Oh, flat out, man. We recorded that episode, went to shit. It was a Snyder Cup, by the way, for people listen. That'll come eventually. Uni stuff, you know, life getting in the way. Yeah, that's it. So we've obviously been really busy. I'm working vintage at the moment. I've been a little bit sick. So we're just trying to battle against it now and we will get back into our weekly episodes. Um, yeah, we just need a little bit more time. So please bear with us and enjoy this episode, hopefully. So we're going to be moving on to, like we said, we did talk about the Snyder Cup and we will go back and record that episode. Um, but we want to move into something that's a bit more because um, obviously we've seen Justice League and the Snyder Cut was something new but also old. This is brand new and it's uh, the, it's a follow-on from Disney's little you know, book, what they have at the moment of this collection of shows coming out with Loki and uh, I forget what other shows WandaVision. are coming out. But yeah, obviously we're, we've had WandaVision already, but um, this one's uh, featuring two interesting characters that have been side Steve, uh, alongside sorry, uh, Steve Rogers or Captain America over the time of the movies, and that's uh, the Winter Soldier in Bucky Barnes and the Falcon in um, what's Andrew Mackey's character called? Far out. Sam uh, Wilson. Yeah, Sam Wilson. Jeez, that was really bad. Yeah, I call but anyways, him Falcon all the time. Yeah, so obviously. Um, I reckon they have a cool dilemma. Obviously, with, with Steve not around anymore, it's a little bit different. So let's let's break it down. So Nick, you, we've both seen the first three episodes. Yeah. Um, just overall thoughts so far. Do you think it's heading in the right direction? I think it's a pretty good show. It's not as good as One Division so far, but I feel like since episode one to three, they're getting better each week. First episode was the worst one, in my opinion. It was a sook fest. They were just crying the whole episode. I felt. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. It was it's just building up the characters because obviously this space after the the snap and uh, obviously they've returned after the big battle. They've lost Steve due to him staying back in time and growing old. So there's the world's sort of missing that that huge hero um, that that leads the Avengers in being you know um, Captain America. And obviously we've got no Iron Man anymore, and so we don't know who the next leader is. And so Sam has been given the shield to become the next you know Captain America or whatever version he chooses to be, and he does what he thinks is right by giving it back to the like United States government and saying, you know, it deserves to be in a museum and it deserves to be that symbol of hope but preserved, I guess, if you know what I mean. And he just gives it away like a fucking dog. I said it, yeah. I said it in Endgame. Sam was the wrong choice. It should have been Bucky straight away. That's the thing. I think with Bucky's past, they just, they're a bit worried about having him have the shield. Obviously, I think the Winter Soldier – storyline is really good like i think bucky's a really cool character obviously it was a lot darker in the actual films um and now he's sort of like sort of got and that's I, I didn't mind him coming back into society and you know trying to become a citizen if you know what i mean yeah it's definitely he definitely wouldn't have many mates or like fans like the avengers do out in the world like you see in uh, like thor ragnarok how like the chicks get selfies with thor no one's going up to bloody <laughs> going up to winter soldier getting a photo afraid they get killed well, yeah, that's it. So, like, because obviously the, the, the Falcon and Winter Soldier aren't big because they're not really – well, the Falcon is an Avenger, I guess. He's he's classed as one. The Winter Soldier is not because Bucky's always been in hiding and doing these things. Now he's got given this, like, you know, this past where he can become a civilian again and, and leave that in the past. And so that I, would, I didn't mind that little concept of him, 
you know, going to therapy and, you know, him, you know, he's got certain rules that he follows and he still does his little bits and pieces to bring down those people that were part of Hydra, which I thought was pretty cool. Yep. Um, but he's not a dark character anymore. He's a real light-hearted character, technically. Like, he's, I don't, I don't mind it actually. He's like the MCU. My name is Earl, with his rules and little checklist book. And yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah 100%. just trying to right the wrongs. He's made, yeah, because like, he's done a lot of gnarly shit. He's probably one of the most worst people in MCU. Like when he was kicking off. Yeah, now, as the Winter Soldier. Now he's just sure. like PTSD recovery now. But it was really good to see, um, obviously, like Sam doing his missions, uh, part of the United States Army, I'm guessing, I can't remember what it was, or Special Forces. He was doing that part. And then, obviously, him and his sister have that history of that their family boat and stuff like that. I thought, I thought that was kind of cool because it shows that just because you're a superhero doesn't mean everything gets given to you. So, obviously, he got snapped out of existence. His sister took on the whole family thing on his, her own, and then they go to the bank just to try and get a bit of finance to save the boat and the, ha- the home. And the bank's like, mm, sorry, like, can't you ask some of your Avenger friends to help you? He goes, it doesn't pay well. Like, it just shows you just being a hero doesn't mean that you get given stuff. Yeah, true. But I also feel like that's a bit stupid. I feel like like Tony Stark or like T'Challa, they would have it would have helped him out. They would have set up funds for all the heroes. They would have looked after each other. I don't feel yeah. like Sam would be poor. <laughs> no, I don't. I don't think he's poor. I think he just he has perks to his job that allows him to do things and get stuff done. Like. So, like, he can get transport easily, kind of stuff like that. But He would have enough money to-, to buy a boat. Well, that's what I mean. Like, maybe that, that's what I'm trying to say. I think they portray it as, like, the superheroes don't actually get cash. They just get perks to their position, as in, you know, flights, uh, food, your accommodation, shit like that, but they're not actually money, um, which, you know, it, it does make sense because, um, you know, it's it just proves that if they had the accord done, they'd be paid, you know, superheroes. That's how it works. Surely they get like a veteran's pension like a real life <laughs> soldier would. They saved, the, they saved the world. They killed Thanos. Yeah. No, that's it. But the point is is that obviously there's some real life struggles, which is good, and it shows that they don't actually get everything given to them. Obviously, like Sam's situation, the bank says no. Um, they say like, you know, he wants a photo with him and stuff like that, but he goes, yeah, no, we can't help you as a bank. It's like, oh, nice. So they're struggling and then, yeah, so obviously the whole – Backstory so far is that the super soldier serum has now reappeared um, in the form of a new type of serum um, that doesn't bulk up your body, doesn't transform you too much, but just keeps you as you are, but just makes you super strong, of course. I still feel like all these super soldiers are still tough in that, but still Steve Rogers, I feel like he's the iconic, like he's the he was the perfect example of the serum. He, yeah. Like no one, like all these super soldiers would still get clapped by Steve. That's, yeah, I definitely agree that he's a different level of super, like super soldier serum kind of thing. So, but it is cool because you get to see them go up against super soldiers. Um, so obviously, you see the dynamic between Bucky and Falcon throughout these three episodes, which is good because there's a bit of a uh, uh, what can I say parallel characters with the new and, and uh, I wouldn't say improved Captain America, which Shit we were very shocked. Character. The point is, is that they've actually – so obviously Sam had given up the shield to say, you know, give it back and it's a historic thing, stuff like that. But the US government are like, no, we want uh, the new Steve Rogers. We want the new the new Captain America to be that symbol of hope and be something massive. And so they bring out John Walker. Now, in saying that, when I first saw him, I was like, okay, he's just like a poster boy. But he's actually a soldier, which was a bit – I wasn't expecting that. Yeah, he's definitely – well, people that don't know, um, US agent in the comics is like Captain America without the serum, but he's like a bit more akin to the Punisher. 
He like yeah. he'll kill people. He'll get shit done. He'll start shooting up. Like, yeah, he's just a bit of like a, he's a bit of a rogue. Like, but yeah, he's got the mantle now. He's the iconic Captain America. But I don't think many people are happy. <laughs> but that's the thing. I thought he was just gonna be a poster boy. And like, it's sort of um, there was a uh, an episode in the Pacific, like uh, made by Steven Spielberg and stuff like that. I think that was um. That was based like, you know, there was a war hero and he got sent back to America and he just was like the poster boy and he wanted to be back fighting with his brothers. He was, because he'd done this like action, this action man kind of like hero kind of thing, they made him as a poster boy and he was off showing off to all these people. Um, And he wanted to be back in the war, back in the front lines. So like, obviously it shows like this guy was like, I don't know if I can be what they want me to be, but then he actually is a soldier. Like he's been through battle and through war, excuse me, and he has shown that he has the ability, not so much to the strength of Captain America, but he peaks all of the physical, you know, attributes that it takes to be part of this kind of program that they're designing. <clears throat> so, yeah, I still don't feel like anyone can throw the shield like Steve did. And then, but we see in the trailer that Sam's throwing it. We see in the show <clears throat> John throwing it. It's bullshit. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I, I mean, we, me and you had disagreement about this, saying like it's all about the whip and the action and stuff like that. No. They're throwing their whole bodies into it, whereas Captain America just throws his arm and it launches it. But I understand what you're saying. Um, but yeah, obviously there's a little fight scene. Uh, they're, they're chasing after these bad guys in this on on the on the highway on these trucks, and and Sam and, and Bucky are sort of getting you know bullied around a bit. And then you know the new Captain America and his new sidekick rock up and you know sort of save them a little bit, and you're like, oh. Okay, maybe John Walker isn't just a push like a pushover. He's actually a proper soldier, and yeah, you see him. He's actually pretty good to watch in battle. So he's just a um, bit arrogant. I feel he talks down to Sam and Bucky, even though they've been through a lot more than he has. Oh yeah, and you can tell that he sort of says like, you know, I understand you, how you guys feel about this. And he goes, I'm sorry that you feel that way, but he goes, we need a symbol, and you know, they've picked me. So yeah, um, which was really interesting. So obviously, we see some backstory with Bucky. Um, you know, how he – I found it very far-fetched that the son that he killed back when he was the Winter Soldier happened to be that, that Asian gentleman's son um, yeah. when he was having dinner with him. You know what I mean? Yeah, but, yeah, maybe Bucky was only having dinner with him just to try to make it better. <clears throat> like he might have maybe. sought him out, like looked for him to just, I don't know. That's true. Closure, I don't know. But, yeah, so obviously there's some – there's it shows Bucky trying to get back into the real world and it shows him, she, like, you know, she she the psychiatrist, the psychiatrist sorry, checks his um, buddy, his phone and says, the only person you've texted is me and you've got mis- um, and you've mis- got missed calls from Sam. Um, So, obviously, yeah, it's, it's, it's cool because I, I like to see a bit of comedic stuff. First of all, that first episode is very bland and stuff like that, but as it goes on, it gets better and better and we're building into something really massive now. Um. I did like this episode two when the psychiatrist sat down with Sam and Bucky, made them sit really, really close together, and they had like a you know that staring contest. Like that was quite funny. Yeah, they're just they're taking all their anger and frustrations out on each other. It's all because they miss Cap. It's oh yeah, they just he, both he's the one. To admit it. Yeah, well, that's the whole thing is that he was the one that like, and that's why he said, um, Bucky said, you know, he believed in you, Sam. He gave you the shield, believing that you do the right thing with it. And he goes, and you gave it away. You threw it away. And he goes, and maybe he was wrong about you. And if he's wrong about you, you he's wrong about me. Because obviously, you know, um, Steve believed. Wrong. Yeah, Steve believed that, you know, Bucky was good, that he was just being controlled, yes, and he did the wrong things, but he was a good person. And so that's why Bucky's sort of like, you know, if if he was wrong about me, then I'm – what's my life, if you know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. We need Cap back. I miss Steve. I'm sick of this John Walker bitch. Yeah. Well, obviously, the the whole build up is to give to give Sam back the shield, and he becomes you know yeah. the Falcon, 
um, you know, Captain America. But I do like their dynamic. Like, obviously, you're missing Steve now. We've had that little conversation with them because they just they both want Steve's approval. Do you know what I mean? It's like fighting over a girl, like two guys fighting over a girl. Um, and saying it's, 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 Captain, it's like Steve Rogers. So um, they both want his approval, and now he's not around to say, yes, you're right, and yes, you're wrong, or you're both right, stuff like that. They're, they're struggling to, to come to terms with what's the best course of action obviously so their storylines like they're chasing these super soldiers serum kind of guys and now and john walker and his new sidekick are chasing them too but they're going through a different kind of um you know avenue and then finally episode three we get to see an old face return who's you know i think she's absolutely great actress and i think she does really well as a character and that's um sharon carter yeah she's wicked man she's base. she gets shit done Obviously, she lost a lot of her life due to the fact that she helped them out back in the day. So she's on the run from the US government. So she's hiding away. So she's still her- on the run from Civil War. The others got off. Yeah. yeah, even after the snap and after all this other kind of crap. Yeah, because I don't think Sharon, she didn't get snapped. I, well, that's, yeah, I honestly don't know. But the point is, yeah, she stole the shield and, he, and Falcon shoot, uh, suit and she got, she got, you know, branded an enemy of the state. Yeah, well, for stealing that stuff. You get that. <laughs> But yes, yeah, so obviously we get to see some action scenes with her in it, and she's just a beast, like yeah, running. She, like these like guys aren't super soldiers, but yeah, yeah, hundred um, percent. And then you know we get to see Zemo return, and he's a bit different to what we were used to, um, which is awesome. Yeah, he's a bit more like comic book Zemo now, like he's actual a bit more of a character, not just a mindless Nazi. <laughs> yeah. And seeing, and it was really good to see, like you know, um, how Bucky was talking about how breaking him out of prison, and it's like showing this, the it's playing through right now as he's talking about it, and then he just walks and he goes, "So what'd you do, Buck?" He goes, "What'd you do, Buck?" And then all of a sudden he's like, he just walks through. He goes, "Nah, you're going back to prison." I love that. That was so good. Yeah, and um, that island they visit, Mandapore, um, that's like a big thing in the X Men. Wolverine hides out there for a long time, so like ah. we might be getting X Men hints now. Well, yeah, obviously they're building to the big X-Men reveal, as in not in the shows, but obviously bringing the X-Men into the universe. Yeah, because so. that's 100% going to happen. They're not going to waste oh. that license they just spent all that money on. Well, they've already just bloody got, you know, they they brought in, you know, Quicksilver from the Fox Quicksilver. So, you know, they, they've, they've given us hints and they've shown us what we what they want to do. Um, but, yeah, so obviously we get to see some action scenes and they finally find out who the person is who's creating the serum. And it's this guy who got, who got snapped. Um, he got brought back, you know, after the great battle in Endgame and he picked up, well, he went to pick up where he left off, but the funding had stopped. So he got some, obviously some mobster or the, what was that called? The, uh, I forget what it was called now, but obviously he gets funded by somebody else and he creates a soldier serum and, and he obviously it gets stolen. And then, you know, they're having a nice discussion trying to work out where it went and Zemo just, you know, trips, uh, flips the switch and just shoots him straight in the head. Yeah, because Zemo's funny and cool and all that, but he's still a bit of a dog. <laughs> well, he hates the Super Soldier Serum. Yeah. Like he's totally against it. So, um, yeah, that was that was pretty cool. Like obviously, he just wasted him, and then like there was an explosion, a massive gunfire, and then Zemo rocks up with his iconic purple mask um, to sort of like save them. The last few dudes. That was that was cool. That was a little epic scene. But yeah, so like we've got some like, we've got some really good stuff here to start with, and I think it's only going to get better. Um, you know, I, I do like I, said, I like their dynamic. So obviously, it's building for something. I just don't know where Falcon and Winter Soldier are going to sit in the new Avengers. You know, when that eventually comes around. Yeah, I can't tell if one of them is going to die or not. I don't think they killed anyone in the series, but I don't know. Bucky seems like he's over the fight. <clears throat> well, it just all depends. Like Sebastian Stan has been around for a while now, but he hasn't really had his moment. Obviously, he had Winter Soldier. Yeah, and uh, Civil War, but 
you know, I think he's still got more to offer. I'm just waiting for him to be cast as Luke Skywalker in like a, a live action show. Well, that's another episode. It's like a three, that's <laughs> like think- a three hour episode. <laughs> True. Um, but yeah, so let's. But I wanted, there's one thing I wanted to talk about, which was really, really cool, and it sort of brought down to it's. It just brought back, you know, what society has gone through over time with like iconic heroes and stuff like that, and that there was actually a, a super soldier in the U.S. Army back in the was it seventies or Vietnam or something like that, or was it further back, and oh, he and he was, but because you know Sam made a big deal about it. Um, in the episode, so it really pushed it out there. And it was, you know, there was a black superhero, as in um, a super soldier, that had been around while Steve was in the in the ice. Yeah, and it's just because the world was a bit yeah. more racist back then, just didn't really yeah, want that, to put him in the spotlight because he's black. And that was, yeah, it was. It's such it's such a realistic look at the world, and it sucks because you know, this, Sam's like you're telling me that there was, you know, this man was available to be the ne- to be the ca- to take Cap's shoes until you, you know, until they eventually found him. Um, but no, but they just they just turned it back on him, and like he's living in like a in a not nicer area. Like he should be, you know, in a nicer area than what he and was. And he was in jail for like twenty years, getting experimented on. And- yeah, exactly. His blood was getting taken, but like, it was so cool because Bucky and him had a throwdown back in the day, and he's just like, when I last saw you, I remember taking more of your arm. Yeah. You know? So I was like, this guy was. Sick! Like I want to see this guy. I want to see this guy. There's a lot of commentary on racism in Marvel comics. That's the X Men was made to combat racism because the X Men was like the outsiders of society. Normal people didn't like them. The whole thing X Men was created to like stop racism in a way, diversity and stuff. Yeah, and then you get all these black heroes that no one hears about and stuff. And yeah, so it's it's very interesting. Yeah, no, I, I really enjoyed that scene. It's like because it's like saying, you know, you're telling me there's this man was available to become the next Captain America, but because of his skin color, he didn't get a, he wasn't given a gig. Like they they incorporated that really well. Like they didn't throw it in your face. They just made it same like this is bullshit. This he should have been the symbol. But anyways, I think I think this is I think the whole series in itself is on its right track. I think Disney are doing really good. I think you know with the Mandalorian, you know they've done so well um, with the more Star Wars shows coming out. You know, Loki coming out shortly, which I think will be pretty fun, I guess. Um, yeah, it's going to set up a villain, I reckon. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Nah, I'm, yeah, I'm totally on board with it. So, so far, so good with the Winter- Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm really keen to see what happens. Obviously, next episode's tomorrow, so keen on that. And um, we've, got, for the- we've got Black Widow coming soon. Black Widow is not far away, yeah. So, finally, we get to see that. And I'm actually really keen to see um, what's the the big guy's name from, you know, Stranger Things. Um, well, Captain Rush or whatever his name is. Yeah, he just looks like fun. Like, honestly, just keen to see what he does. So, yeah, I mean, they're still going to do massive action pieces when, you know, even though Scarlett Johansson's character is just a normal human being. I just which, don't think know, after Thanos, Taskmaster was a good idea for a villain. He's just going to not be threatening at all. Yeah, well, the thing is, if you look about all the comic book villains over Marvel, there's been no real great ones. Like every, and this is the thing that I've been had a problem with a long, for a long time is that most movies and shows these days, when it comes to big pe- picture things, are just setups for the next movie. That's like, why Infinity just, War was so good because everyone just died and there was over. Yeah, that's, that's why and that's, the, and that's the thing that there's a big gathering stuff like that. But like a lot of the movies just build up have like a small villain and then it's like, boom, they lead into the next big film, but you have to wait. Like I just want a great film on its own. So like obviously I, I didn't mind Doctor Strange, but even Doctor Strange, the final battle was with Dormammu, uh, whatever his name is. Yeah. Um, that wasn't that exciting. Obviously it was funny because he could hit reverse in time, but it wasn't a massive, like it was like world ending, but did it really feel world ending? 
And in um, the comics, Dormammu's like up there with Celestials and Thanos with a fully powered gauntlet and that, and I feel like they wasted him. Yeah. So, yeah, honestly, I'm, I'm just really keen to see what they do. And like I said, villains-wise, they haven't done anything too amazing over time. I'm, I have a lot of high hopes on, you know, the multiverse of madness with Doctor Strange. I have a lot of high hopes on that film. Like, yeah. I hope it's just an absolutely god-tier film. Um, but, yeah, obviously, Winter Soldier and Falcon, keen on that. Um, but I thought quickly now, well, we've got a few more minutes left and we've both been playing it recently, and that's Outriders. We've obviously played the demo. Now we've got the full game. Now, Pat made a really good uh, connection that he thinks that we're in the demo because it wasn't that polished, that that potentially was the PS4 version of it. Oh, yeah, so, it looks so much better on PS5. Yeah, I Not definitely that- agree. 100%. Like, so are you enjoy- you've got to smash it. I mean, you guys play a lot of it. I've been on behind the eight ball, so I'm playing on my own at the moment. But you guys are enjoying it, aren't you? Like, it's oh, yeah, fun. we've been grinding it. Like after this recording, we're we're getting straight on it. But like, <laughs> it's a weird mix. It's like Destiny, The Division, and like James Cameron's Avatar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it's a weird story. It's like an action, but it's it's funny at the same time. Like your main character just doesn't care about anything he's just over it like yeah there's people that oh like they like do something and then they beg and say sorry to you everything that and you just shoot him in the head in the cutscene. no <laughs> did, not dealing with you you're just gonna die it's so funny the, pa- the powers are cool though yeah um yeah. the powers combat's are- interesting yeah i'm pyro so i'm just barbecuing everyone <laughs> turning people <laughs> yeah, to I'm, ash. I'm the you know the time and space master i guess whatever it's called is it called the trickster yep i don't know yeah, I enjoy that because, like, yeah, you slow down time. It gives you a bit of, you know, you can teleport behind things and stuff, behind um, enemies and stuff. But there's, <laughs> excuse me, there's a new ability that I'm trying to work out. Um, it's like a dashing thing with a sword. I don't know. Point is, is that I've actually enjoyed it, and obviously, I, me and you played the other night, and I'm still finishing off that mission. I'm versing the guy that does a pyro bloody tornado thing. Oh yeah, it's tracking. Um, you can see when he's casting that there's a, like a bar above his head. If you hit him with your powers, it'll interrupt it and he'll stop casting. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm getting better at it. So, no, I'm enjoying it. It's just I've been playing Control, which I think is an amazing game, which we probably will do a review on it eventually. I'm not yeah. sure. I did talk about it uh, probably in some other episode. But just going from outside Outriders to Control, switching between the two, man, like Control, I was just flying around. I, I, you know, obviously great polished game. So, it's, I'm pick, going between the two is quite difficult for me at the moment. But, yeah. Anyways, um, I think that about wraps up our episode. What do we got coming up? So, obviously, we we're going to redo the Snyder Cut, so we'll talk about that. We'll get Pap on board with that one because he loved it and I have conflicting issues about it. Nick, yeah. you, you enjoyed it. Yeah, so, like um, But, yeah, I mean, you've seen Godzilla, uh, Godzilla vs. Kong. I think Pap has as well, so I need to watch that. Yeah, that's all right. It's not <laughs> there, nothing crazy. It's Yeah, it's a six out of ten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, that's fine. I uh, understand that. Um I'm actually pretty close to finishing Star Wars Rebels, so that might be, that might be a decent chat. <laughs> so I've been building up to that, so I've been enjoying that. Rebels um, we is actually... better than Kong. I'll tell you that for free. <laughs> Classic. Um, I'm getting through also... Demon Slayer. Yes, Demon Slayer. That's what I wanted to talk about. Obviously, you're catching up to the movie, which we both haven't seen yet, so it would be good to watch that. And are you enjoying it more now? Because I know you're a bit uh, up in the air about the it. The middle few episodes, like 8, 9, Between, 10, and yeah. that, it was shit. I so just, what episode have you – so obviously it's a bit of I just watched the one. They just met the pig head dude yeah. and they killed the demon that had the drums and he could like change the gravity in the rooms. Yeah. Yeah, I just watched that and he, they just uh. they just, um, they just just um, killed that and then they went outside and that's where like 
they just, show down a bit. Yeah, they like face off, meet each other properly. So I want to like quickly right now before the end of the episode, I want to talk about, you know, you thought, I mean, Zenetsu just cries and whinges a lot and it's just a bit, I, I know what you were talking about. There was a time when I was just over it and I was like, I, I don't really like this character. And then it gets worse again after this episode when they're healing, um, which is, it's, it's okay. Like it's not, you get used to it. You, get, you understand his character. But how cool is the animation when he uses the thunderclap technique? Oh, yeah. He just like ultimate dash, boom, headshot, slice. It's and you like the obviously the next arc is the big dark arc, um, which is really good. I've, I've just finished. I've where I'm up to right now. I've I've just finished it, um, and I really enjoyed it. Um, obviously, I've, this is the second time I watched it. I watched it in Japanese the first time. Watched it in English the second, so I could just like do other things while I was watching it. But yeah, honestly, yeah, the next arc is really good. I think you really like it. The animation in that in that little arc is really awesome. And obviously, they got the Infinity Train or the Mugen Train. I forget what um, the Japanese word for it is movie which um apparently like it's just yeah tear jerker at the end so seeing, so keen to watch that then season two starts up this year too yeah shit a lot of anime coming and i've, I've still yeah. got to watch the newest attack on titan when it's all in english oh man the final season like now it's been split too they're pushing it out to 2022 yeah, that's bullshit. i knew they were going to do it because like the manga was just getting finished like the last chapter literally just came out yesterday so they were waiting for it to finish and then they've said all right okay now we're going to animate and go crazy on this on the final the final chapter and Attack on Titan, when I think back to 2013 when I first saw it, to where it is now, I thought, oh, yeah, hack and slash, pretty straightforward, pretty straightforward, sorry, um, anime, easy to get into, you know, gore, you know, action, love it. To where it is now, I my mind is completely blown. Like, the final season has just had so many twists and turns, and I have read bits of the manga, so I know what happens in this next part. And I'm just like, this is, I don't understand. I do not understand how it went from where it was to where it is now, but I'm so on board. Yeah, that's why I think Attack on Titan <clears throat> is so good because it's not like a thousand million episodes like One Piece and Naruto. I saying there's like, there's no downtime. It's everything feels relevant and worthwhile. Yeah, 100%. So that, we've got some obviously massive anime. There's big movies coming out this year too. Um, the one show that you need to start watching, get, or what you need to start watching is um, Jujutsu Kaisen. Yeah. Um, I think you'll love that, and that there's there's a movie for that coming out this year. I just love the idea that anime is going towards if they can't if they haven't got enough content for an arc, they'll just turn it into a movie. Um, it's better than making a shit season based on your own ideas like the end of Game of Thrones. Look how that worked out. Oh, oh please, that is too soon still. But yeah, obviously massive stuff coming out. My hero started up again. Oh my gosh, I'm just losing my mind. Anyways, we need to cut it off there. So guys, please do the usual. Follow us on our socials, wherever you can. Listen to us. We just really appreciate it. I know we, we've been off it for a little while now, couple, like two or three weeks now coming up. So please stick with us. Um, we'll be back on a weekly basis shortly. So Nick, final words? Deuces. Outriders Take care, time. guys. Outriders time. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>